Hmm. I swear some of y'all asses didn't vote. All right. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to another episode of That Girl. I am recording from my bed because I'm so lazy and I've needed to record this for so long and I haven't. So now I'm doing it in my morning wake up routine. Plus, I'm really irritated. So if I let her record podcasts more when I'm like really irritated or really passionate about something. And sadly, this podcast is not going to be about what I'm irritated about. Whatever. Um, but this one's definitely going to be about um, the election. But before, let me get you guys all caught up with my life as my dog is jumping on my bed. Um, right now, everything's pretty chill. We just got the announcement in Michigan that we are going back on a, I call it a soft lockdown because truly we've been on way worse lockdowns. Obviously stupid people are upset, but you know, it is what it is. So I've been, I'm in my last kind of push for the semester for school and my birthday's coming up guys. I'm so excited about that. Like that feels really good. And everything, I'm just trying to be really chill. I did go on another small vacation, but it wasn't really a vacation. It was just like a weekend trip to Cincinnati. That was interesting for me because I have actually, I don't want to say a lot of history because I wasn't there that long, but it feels like a lot of history because in the time that I was there, so much happened. So there's a lot of history that goes on there but it was actually a really solid trip i had a lot of fun i got to relax there's still been some meh dramas here and there um with my friends right now like a specific group i find it is really hard for me um i like to be valued i like to be treated as equal obviously i talk about it a lot um and right now it really just feels like my friends some of them are treating me like I'm stupid or like I'm not as intelligent as them and sadly the friends that are doing that are males um so that's kind of hard sometimes for me because like I know I'm not stupid I know I am just as smart as them I make just as smart decisions I have just as smart opinions I know when I'm cognitive enough to know when someone has more information than me and someone has more knowledge than me and when they don't. And when someone does, I ask for their help or I ask for their guidance. Um, But I also, you know, I would like to be given the same, like recognize that there'll be times that maybe I have more, maybe we are equal and treating me as if my opinions are stupid or whatever, because they don't align with yours or just not having a a, a basic respect right um so for me there's just a lot of drama that's been going on with it and it makes me really sad because I really do care about my friend group and I I don't really know what to do because I've tried to communicate it I've tried to express it um and I honestly just feel like I'm 
because I'm the only girl. I honestly feel like I'm just this whiny, emotional person complaining. And, you know, I'm not being taken seriously. And people just think, oh, well, Tifa's just being Tifa right now. But that's not really the truth. I'm actually trying to use some of the tools that I've learned in therapy to communicate to you guys what's really going on before I do what, what I normally do, which is be like, all right, guys, I'm out. I can't do this right now. Because that's really honestly kind of how I'm starting to feel. All right, guys, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. Um, I'm just really tired of feeling like my opinions aren't valued. That I'm not seen as an equally contributing member to the intelligence or the opinion pool. I'm just, I'm really just tired of being treated like I'm stupid. Like that's, that for me, that's really hard because I'm not. 4.0 stands one class that I'm getting that I'm taking over um I'm going for psychology I've been you know like there's there are so many people who consider me to be smart and educated and intelligible is that a word I guess it doesn't help intellectual anyways there's a lot of people who consider me to be very bright and smart and not just in school subjects but in life um a lot of there are people who acknowledge that aside from my emotional side I also do have a highly logical side I just don't like it when I feel like people can't really see who I am you know like that hurts when I feel like you can't really you really can't see who I am that hurts me and I think I feel like I'm at a point of like real hurt and I just don't want to deal with it anymore Um, but that's kind of just like the real quick catch up on my life. Whew, that was, it's interesting. But, but aside from complaining, I do really want to say that my life has been pretty fucking fantastic. Um, everything's been pretty good. I, oh, I put vines up. I don't know if I told you guys, I'm gonna have to post them onto the Instagram and the Twitter, but I put these vines up in my room, and I love them so much. Um, Sunday was cleaning day, and I love cleaning day. I always feel so much better. And we're getting ready for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those are all coming around the corner, so I'm really excited for those things. Um, I think that's it. I think you guys are semi caught up in what's going on with me. So let's start talking. Okay, so we are here because we're talking about the election. I want to kind of describe my experience during this whole election period Um, by the time you hear this and by the time I'm recording this, Biden has officially been announced the winner. Um, Originally, he was announced the predicted winner, but I think they now announced that he is the official winner not really sure on that we'll have to blah research blah um but we're just gonna gonna sit up a little bit dang it we're just gonna kind of touch a little bit on what it was like for me this election was way different than any other election has been um unfortunately during the times that elections were happening i was 
either out of state or moving back in the state and didn't have the right license and clearly shamefully did not take it as seriously as I should have I decided that the last time was the last time and that I definitely needed to take it way more seriously um consequences every vote matters and you know it was time for me to realize that so I made sure that I registered I I even made the podcast so that we could make sure that we were voting or that I could make sure that I was promoting voting I recorded ads to make sure that I was encouraging voting I talked about it on Facebook, on Twitter, the whole nine. Um, I did my research. That's so important. I did my research. So I did my research before. And then the night of, I did my research again, because it's not just the presidential election that you're voting for. There's a lot of other things that you're voting for. We were voting for Senate and we were also voting for seats in the house. So those were really really important to me so I wanted to make sure that voting I made a very educated decision as educated as I can get you know I don't think that I know everything I'm not super versed in politics but I tried my best to make a decision off of knowledge not off of oh this person seems like they'll be good or you know whatever I really tried to make it solely based off of like information so that was the night before I get up and actually I was supposed to go to my online Spanish class and I decided not to because I just had this feeling like you don't need to go um not not that you don't need to go you don't need to go then you need to go earlier so I also had decided that I was going to work this election vote party at my old job the one where I am not going to but am going to I decided to work a party to help them out so I wasn't going to have the whole day to myself so my plan was originally to go to class get out of class at 12 shower whatever get dressed go vote something told me to just go vote early as I think I was there at 11 um 10 30 something like that as early as I could so I went to go vote. Um, my mom was really worried about me. I vote in Harrison Township. Um, and Harrison Township is a predominantly white area. Um, is also a predominantly Trump supporting area. So my mom was really, really worried for me. Um, going out there to vote and I think maybe that's why the universe told me to go earlier because when I went there there was almost nobody actually there was nobody with signs um there's nobody trying to talk to me to convince me to go vote I hit a time where not a lot of people were going to vote um and then I get in and there's two different precincts and one precinct's line was super long but the precinct I was in line was not long and um I was like the second person in line so I got to vote and that felt really really good for me to be able to exercise my right to vote for a president and not just vote for a president but also to me this year the vice president candidate candidate obviously as a black woman was 
very important for me. Um, I made the joke that I did not like that they put Joe Biden's full name because it really did throw me off. I don't know why it threw me off, but I think because I had like a plan and I had all the names in my head and I was like, Joe Biden. And then I see Joseph Biden. And for a second, I was like, what? And then Kamala Harris was under it. Um, and I was like, okay, all right, I'm good. I'm there. That's right. This is where it's supposed to be. But the whole Joseph Biden, I, I guess for me, I just never really thought about, like, I, I really just thought his name was Joe. That sounds so silly, but I really did. Sorry, I'm fixing my necklace. Okay. So then I go to my mom's house and hang out with her for a second, go home, relax a little bit. Um, I really wasn't in the mood to watch TV. I was just kind of like in a chill mood. So I just read until I had to go to work. So going to work made me really nervous because I hadn't been there in a while. Hosting at that job is easy for me. It comes like second nature. I don't even know if I think about it anymore at this point. I'm just, I don't say I'm just that good, but I am pretty good at it. Um, but I decided to make a statement and my mother's friend and my friend, her husband is a DJ, but also a poet. And he did a really big poetry during the time of um, the height of like the Black Lives Matter movement. And um, I'm saying um so many times. And he had a shirt and the shirt says we matter. So it was it's all black shirt, white letters, we matter. I feel like it's very subtle but also very powerful. So I worked to work. I have almost an anxiety attack because I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to work. They're going to make me change it. They're going to be blah, blah, blah. They didn't even care. And I got to the point, like right before I got up to it, I was like, you know what? I don't really work here anymore. I'm just coming here to help out. So I don't really have to be so worried. And that, that became like my catchphrase of the night because I get there and everything's you know good I'm seeing everybody I'm loving seeing everybody and then people are like you know this is basically going to be a Trump rally right and I'm like what no I didn't know that I really I really truly thought I was signing up for a party that encouraged people to vote and rewarded people for voting right like you did a good job you exercised your right you know especially as blacks and women People, we had to actually fight for these rights right here to vote. So kudos. I thought that I was going to be working for a good cause. <laughs> Clearly, I am not paying attention enough. So it obviously wasn't. Th- th- it became like this. It was really honestly horrible. So the owners of the restaurant decided that they were going to use this as a time to celebrate their Trump people and their Trump feelings. And I personally felt like it was so disrespectful to all of, to me, to the people who are part of the LGBT community, to all the black cooks that you have in your kitchen. You're just over here throwing it in their face. You're 
privilege and your power and your money and you're voting for someone who truly doesn't care or value our lives right during the riots and during the peaceful protests and no one talks about the peaceful protests because they all they want to talk about are riots during the peaceful protests you know all of you guys could see were all these riots and there was so much more that was going on and during these peaceful protests trump was during the peaceful protest i almost said something i couldn't say during the peaceful protest there's just a lot of things that felt very unsupportive so the i find that the people who vote for trump are not they're not like normal people who are supporters right supporters that believe in a vision they're like followers it's like a cult some of these people really feel like they're in a cult they have no cognitive thinking for themselves they ignore all common sense and reasoning they just become a robot that regurgitates whatever he says right and they don't they really truly don't think for themselves some of them not all of them but some of them a lot of them the ones that are acting like this cult and that's how they were they had trump scarves and maga hats and on maga when the fuck was america ever really good or great just just marinate on that so then it became really so obviously you're not supposed to conjugate in large quantities of people during this time but they didn't care because some of the supporters really truly believe that this is a false disease and i don't know how because people are dying i've lost family members so um but they also had signs and there's signs it's to me what i don't want to say believe what you believe in because there's some differences in that but believe what you want to believe in but don't be disrespectful and that's what i really just don't like about the people in this campaign is that it's disrespectful and it's divisive and they had signs like stop the bullshit now which was very ironic um and they also had a sign that said make liberals cry again and to me that's just so very blatantly disrespectful just and mm, mm, jokes on them right so working that party was just a lot it was a lot there's a lot of people that shouldn't have been there because it was against regulations there was a lot and then the results started coming in and for me that's when it became really anxious i became really anxious because i feel like my life literally depended on this election and i know a lot of other people felt this way too a lot of minorities felt like their lives literally depended on this election there have been a lot of things that have happened during this period that i'm just not happy with a lot of racial undertones and just blatant racist statements support of militia groups support of white supremacist groups um misinformation about 
Muslim community, people who are Indian or who can look a certain way are afraid to be who they are. Um, I had a client one time that said her mother told her fiance to shave his beard. She also said that her mother's friend got coffee thrown in her face and told her to go back to her country. That has also been a statement that has been said by higher ups. That is just. It's just crazy to me. So many people are have been deported, which is also crazy because a lot of people are mad because they feel like Hispanics are taking their jobs. But who pays them? Right. Hispanics can't take your take your jobs if people aren't paying them the lower salaries you're paying them the lower salaries because you want to save money so who's really to blame there right but children are in cages and detention centers separated from their families and now they don't know where 400 children's families are 400 children like this definitely felt like a fight for my life So when I was watching the election and I was watching the results come by, it was so nerve wracking, Um, especially to see Michigan. In the beginning, Michigan was red. And in the beginning, John James was spanking um, Senator Gary Peters. So eventually I had to leave. I had to walk away and leave work altogether because it was my time to go, but also because they started like cheering and just once again just being so disrespectful they were so horrible that there were other people who saw the facebook posts and saw the instagram posts and came in to celebrate as well and to watch the results come in that left because there was not a single modicum of respect for anybody who had different beliefs and that's what i don't like most about it is you we may not believe the same thing but have some respect there wasn't I went home. I kept track of the election on my Apple News. And then I went to sleep. I went to sleep with Michigan down. I woke up in Michigan. I woke up in the middle of the night freaking out and (laughs) drew cards, my tarot cards, and asked the universe, you know, is Biden going to win? And they kept giving me this yes the whole time. But at this point, it really didn't look like it was going to happen. I mean, obviously there weren't things that were announced and there were a lot of mail-in votes and we knew that going in. I read about it, how it wouldn't happen the night of and everything that was going to happen. But I was just so nervous because so much was at stake. The the Our entire country, the idea that it was founded on, maybe not the principle, but the idea that it was founded on was at stake i felt our our freedoms our lives our liberties our equality was at stake so i couldn't sleep um and then i woke up again and then biden took the lead in michigan and that's when it that's when i started to breathe a little bit when i was looking at biden biden was still up um we were looking at Nevada and we're looking at Arizona and I was hoping that next day that they would announce Nevada and Arizona um Nevada sorry however and Arizona 
so that it could just be over. Um, so my dad came over and I'm watching it and I'm watching Mr. Skin so closely and I'm also watching the Senate race so closely. So I'm checking, I'm literally watching one-on-one and in between episodes of one-on-one, I'm checking every 30, 25 minutes because I have so much anxiety about it and I became that obsessed with it that it became crazy. Started paying attention to the trends, what's going on. Um, and I actually did get to see Gary Peters take the lead. <laughs> then I had to drive to my mom's house. During that drive is when they announced Michigan. I ran into my mom's house, jumping up and down and screaming to her. But it wasn't over. And so I was at this point, I think I was on CNN more. At first, I was looking on my Apple News map. By this point, I was on CNN more, and now I'm like CNN addicted, even to this point in my life, like today, I'm gonna go on CNN and look up the latest. So, I my mom eventually had to take the phone away from me because I was really looking at Nevada. I was looking at Nevada like, man, I just, cause they had already announced Arizona in some places some places hiding it but I was looking at Nevada like man I really 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 just want I just want them to announce it so that it can be over and done and it was very stressful for me and it didn't happen so then the next day I began to watch CNN live and that's when we really started paying attention to Georgia and the Pennsylvania and how they were turning <clears throat> So I started to pay attention to Georgia and Pennsylvania and started to really watch them and actually watch CNN. So at this point now, CNN is, so we're on Thursday, CNN is on my iPad, on my phone, going continuously. I haven't stopped listening to it. I liked listening to CNN. It felt comforting to me. It felt like I was getting factual information. It felt like people were being honest with me. Um, I like the way they called out Fox News. I love the way they call out Fox News. I love the way they called out certain things. And they seem very passionate in keeping integrity of their profession, of the election, of the presidency, everything. It felt for me like, I mean, it felt a little sided, but it also felt like it was cited because they just felt like it was so incredulous, incredulous, whatever, I can't speak today, that we were here in this moment, like that we even got to this moment. Because to me, it also is just like, how do, how do we get here? So CNN became my every move. My mom made fun of me because I was, I went to her friend's house and I was listening and then I stopped by her house because I had to get clothes because I was going out of town the next day. And like I made her turn on CNN and we're just watching CNN and I'm just enjoying it because I just felt good. And I'm trying to remember if Georgia turned on Thursday or if Georgia turned on Friday. Or on Saturday. I'm trying to remember what day Georgia turned. But. I 
think Georgia turned that day, either that day or Friday. But I was keeping a good eye watch on it. I think it was Friday. I think Georgia turned on Friday. And it be it really did consume me. I wake up every morning and I would check the map and I would check when they updated and I would check when each of the states updated. I would check each county and see when they needed to do it. So when Georgia flipped, then I started to be able to breathe a little bit more and I got a little bit more excited. And I was like, okay, all right, I can breathe. This this feels better, but still keeping a really big eye on it. Watching CNN, keep a really big eye on it. And really just paying attention to it. That was very important to me. It was very important to me that I, 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 for me to feel in control. Like I know I'm not in control. I have no control. And I normally disconnect and dissociate from these things. But I didn't want to do that this time. This time I really wanted to be active. I didn't want to shy away. So I was trying, eventually I wasn't as extreme and I got to slow down a little bit, even though I checked all the time and it was became a morning thing. My morning thing was to check. But eventually I remember, I remember waking up on Saturday and texting my mom and saying Pennsylvania change and it changed so drastically. So it was I was so surprised. And I remember what I was doing. I was sitting at the table. We were in Cincinnati with the kids when my mom texted me to, I needed to tune in to CNN and I tuned on to CNN and they were announcing the election for Biden. And at first I was just so happy because it felt like humanity won like the caring of other individuals won that we decided that we don't want a country that's divided we don't want a country that treats little children like trash that treats black people like trash the hispanics like trash people who are different like trash that felt so good but then i thought about Kamala Harris and I was telling the kids I was like oh my god we have the first black female vice president in our country we're gonna have a black Asian vice president I'm gonna cry again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but for for girls, for women and girls like me who fight so hard to be seen, to be heard, for my voice to matter, stand up and, and playing a game where men continuously make me feel like shit and that I'm not as important. To to know that there are people. This changes everything, you know? It's so important for little black Asian, doesn't matter, little girls in general to see what has happened. 
that there's a woman in this high office. It means so much to what everybody, to what I've been doing. For me, it's so important because it's like, don't give up and don't stop. It's hard. It's so hard being a black woman in America. And we don't get to talk about it a lot because it's also hard being a black man in America. But it's so hard to be a black woman in America. And to see someone that looks like me standing up there saying that it doesn't matter how many men try to tell you that you can't do it how many people try to stop you that you can do anything that we can do anything she tempered herself So that she wouldn't be called an angry black woman. She let people attack her for her race, for her gender, for her shoes, for her style. Republicans came at her relentlessly and ruthlessly. Ruthless, sorry. And she took it all in stride and she continued to move forward and push past. That, to me, is amazing. As a person, I I often feel my voice silenced and oppressed by men, by black men. And this isn't hate. This is just a fact. And to see her on that stage is just amazing. It was an amazing day in history. And I would do all the anxiety and all the stress and the relentless (laughs) watching of CNN just to be able to be in this place in this time so after that then came Georgia then came Nevada and then finally Arizona and now we're here and obviously there are still a lot of drama going on around it but we are here and I want to say that I am so happy and everyone who voted even if you didn't vote for the side I wanted to thank you all for using your voice a voice that a lot of people had to fight to have thank you to everyone also who I feel like voted for the humanity the heart and soul of this country who are giving back the lives to hopefully many people who felt like they were oppressed during this regime. Um, That is my voting story. It ends beautifully and I'm so happy. I know that in life things aren't always going to work out my way, but I am so happy that in this moment things did work. So thank you all so very much for listening. I appreciate all of you. Um, I expect to hear some interesting responses to this, but nonetheless, 
It means a lot. Don't forget that you can always find me on Instagram and Twitter on um, that girl PD cast. Other than that, thank you so much and have a great day.